Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Excuse me! Taxi! Come on, what are you doing? This is the 77 WABC Minicast. It's the Cindy Adams Show, 77 WABC. I've got two guys from the great circus that I watched. It is so great. You've got to go. You've got to eat the popcorn. And the circus is terrific. Okay, so Marty, you are the CEO. What does it mean? What does the CEO of a circus do? Well, there's a, uh, there's a number of uh, hats I wear as CEO of the Big Apple Circus. Uh, I oversee the development of the creative team. Uh, I oversee all the operational elements. Uh, Cindy, as you know, we present our shows in a big top circus tent uh, that we install at Lincoln Center. So there's a lot of operational aspects to that. And then, of course, marketing and sales. Uh, we need to get the word out uh, as much as possible. So I oversee uh, those, those areas as well. Okay. Now I go to the clown. I think he was Devlin. What's your background? Uh, I'm a circus performer, and I'm the seventh generation in circus uh, family performing on stage. That's my uh, background. And uh, I study in uh, Fratellini School in Paris, clowning and acrobatic. How did you start? uh, How did you start? I started because uh, my parents decided to put me on stage when I was two years old to start to learn how to be a clown. And uh, since then, I never stop. And, uh, and I mostly learn meeting other clowns and other artists. How do you start being a clown? What do you have to do to be a clown? You just have to schlep around and walk. What do you do to be a clown? Always when I say how to be a clown, you have to be yourself. A clown is not just a, an act or a tricks you can learn. It's really your character and on stage you have to be yourself and uh, communicate with the audience and uh, have a see the response there with you it's a really uh, organic uh, uh, way to work to be a clown you're directly in contact with the eyes of the audience marty how did you get into this why why the circus so i also came to this business as a performer I was a gymnast when I was a kid, and I have an identical twin brother that I learned to juggle with, and we realized that we could do juggling tricks and combine those tricks with acrobatics and piece together a little circus act. So when I was growing up in high school, I went all around the world performing a seven-minute acrobatic juggling act, and I actually met Paul Binder, who is the founder of the Big Apple Circus, who was the artistic director there for 35 years at a circus festival in Paris 
back in 2003. This was over 20 years ago now. And at the time, he invited my brother and I to come perform in the Big Apple Circus as a guest uh, as a guest act for a full season. And so we were in the ring performing with the Big Apple Circus the last year that Paul Binder was artistic director, which was the 2008-2009 season. So that was 15 years ago now, which is hard to believe. And then I continued working at the Big Apple Circus in guest relations uh, for a couple of years. And then I left the business. I worked in the talent agency world, and I ran a little production company. And about a year and a half ago, the uh, current owners of the Big Apple Circus asked me to rejoin in this capacity. So it's a full circle moment for me in a lot of ways. Did you ever flop when you were doing your act? I've always wondered what happens to people. What, well, of tell course. me, tell me, what happens? Yes, no, so juggling, juggling in particular is really precise, and over seven minutes, especially when you have a partner, you're throwing and catching thousands of times, and there's so many different little variations that you have to respond to in terms of temperature and in terms of drafts through uh, sort of wind drafts throughout the, the big top. So we were we were pretty solid and we didn't mess up very often, but we would. And one of the things that my coaches uh, would train us to do is to respond to mistakes. So when we were training our act, they would walk around and they would deliberately knock the clubs out of our hands and have them oh, be thrown all over the floor. So we would learn how to adapt in those situations so that anything that would go wrong you just recover from. And in some ways, when you're in, in the ring, especially at the Big Apple Circus, where it's such an intimate setting, I think sometimes when you make some mistakes, people are reminded that you're human and they see that it's actually really hard what you're doing. And in some ways, they, they root for you even more. So if you can tap into that energy, uh, a few mistakes here and there, don't, they don't set you back too much. Do you ever really screw up, either of you? Did you ever really screw up, Devlin or you, Marty, really screw up and lose your place or whatever the hell you're supposed to do? I have. No, 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 me never. I have to say, I have a little uh, advantage on Marty. Like when I do mistake, um, is nothing uh, dropping. Is uh, I can always manage to find another way. If pe people don't laugh, I will try another way to do uh, another way to make them laugh. And maybe you don't see it so much. That's been, uh, I never really do so much big mistake. When I was acrobat, yes, I fall. But when you fall in, doing acrobacy, it's difficult to continue just after. That's mean my partners will right. just continue to act and I had to go nicely outside of stage <laughs> and uh, pretending everything is good. But um, as a clown, the, it's what, what I like. It's like, even if you make a mistake, you can always find another way to uh, make it was natural and I mean, guys like you never break up yourself and start laughing or, or start crying or whatever the hell you never lose your your place composure no. no no i don't think i don't think we've ever i've ever lost my composure Devlin, i'm sure you haven't uh juggling no. it's, it's harder to it's harder to cover up mistakes and yes. when you're in this business oftentimes you're doing 10 to 14 shows a week week after week so you do thousands of performances over a number of years so there's always bound to be something that goes wrong. I remember when I was performing at a variety theater in Frankfurt, Germany, my brother and I had a collision on stage and we had our props be thrown out. They were, they were sort of like projectiled into the audience. And we heard all these glasses breaking and shrieks. Oh. 
Uh. That was probably the worst. (laughs) You know, but we recovered. We got the props on stage. There's a in most of these settings, there's a live orchestra and a huge benefit to that as a circus performer is that when something goes wrong, the music uh, can can recalibrate. And so you don't really have to catch up anyway. And the props come back on stage and it, you figure out how to how to get through the next five minutes or whatever, you know, what, whatever is required. Tell me how circus performers live. Do they live in little trailers? I don't know exactly. I've been backstage, but I don't know how a whole circus lives. You want to so do it, Money? Yeah, well, I, well, Devlin, I'll, I'll jump in, and then you can you can um, explain the experience here. But Cindy, it really depends on on the circus. Uh, there's there are different models. Uh, the circus that Devlin has spent a lot of time with in in Germany, called Circus Theater Roncalli, has a circus village, and most people live on site. And and similar to the Big Apple Circus, we actually do operate a circus village. So when you were asking me about what my job is, that's also part of it, organizing, running the circus village. So we have about 80 people uh, who live on site uh, in, in trailers and various arrangements uh, that, we, um, that we provide for them. So we effectively act as their landlord. Uh, Devlin, you can speak to what it's like to live at the Big Apple Circus this year. That, what is fantastic and, uh, here is because we live next to the tent, we are in a little village. Marty is like uh, our little mayor. He's the mayor of the village, of the circus village. <laughs> and, uh, I'll take that. Yeah. And, uh, and we all living all together. We experiment the, the show together because we all met here, actually, to create the show for Big Apple and Roncalli on place uh, 10 days before. And like, it's really like uh, living in a trailer. You have this experience to be uh, on the place, uh, feeling the audience coming in, listening to other acts. Uh, performing. I'm always on stage because as a resident director, I have to stay always there. But the other artists perform, go to backstage, can go back to the trailer, and they still have the feeling of the show because they're next to the tent. And that is something you can't have if you go to live in an apartment or in a house out of the theater or the big top. You know. Okay, guys. Are there favorite circus cities where you do better in some city than you do others? I mean, I loved, I adored the Big Apple Circus. But tell me, are there certain cities where it goes better? Well, the Big Apple Circus currently only plays in New York City. Uh, the, the company used to tour uh, across the eastern seaboard, and that was scaled back a number of years ago. So for the Big Apple Circus, it really is about New York City now. We'll probably tour again in the future, but this is uh, this is the only place we, we present the show now. 